Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. It's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. If you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor reviewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, my Mm. favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want uh, wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing. What's in the box? On every order. Join 
the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. It's the game of roses. Welcome to the game of roses. This is the game of roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. Today, it is week two of Pace Case Spring Break. And unfortunately, I've spent a good part of Pace Case Spring Break grieving. The court voted to overturn Roe versus Wade and leave people people's rights up to uh, states who half of which are have already already have laws that will go into effect at long abortion or will shortly. I talked about this when the draft was leaked on the May 6th Twibbon episode, but uh it's it's a horrifying and traumatic week, and I am with you, everyone who is grieving, <sighs> grieving for all of the harm that the, this is going to cause. I'm grieving for myself because even though, like, technically we were prepared, I mean, we literally saw the draft of this already, it, it doesn't compare to it the feeling when it actually happens and I'm grieving for my mom's generation who already had to do this work. I'm grieving for my future children. I, (laughs) you know, this is a comedy podcast, but when your rights are taken away, it's hard to focus on the bachelor. I am going to try to make this a fun episode all the same. I've linked uh, bit.ly slash abortion funds Twitter. That's in my Instagram bio. It has a state-by-state breakdown of abortion funds. And there's also, if you want to split your gift between 80 different abortion funds, you can go to secure secure.actblue.com slash donate slash fund abortion now. I urge people to donate, get involved in groups that have been doing this work for decades. I believe that forced motherhood is female enslavement. It's violence. It's going to disproportionately harm the people who are already in the most marginalized communities. And I hate this. But Pace Case Spring Break is going to fight on. We are clueless for one one more week and we had questions with pace case last tuesday with the dark seeker grace ann parks she asked me a lot of interesting questions a lot of fuck mary kills people were very into that question and we also had pace case in the document part two the episode that came out last friday 
If you haven't listened, I interviewed two of my best friends who went to a Caitlin Bristow group date with me, and we described everything about that experience. And today I have a very special Welcome to the Pit interview, as well as a a new segment that I think will <laughs> surprise and delight. This is... Welcome to the pit. Today, we are joined by one of the leading directors slash filmmakers of our generation, the podcast producer for The Try Guys, a commentator for Pretty Much It, and the president of his own sovereign nation, Miles Nation. Please welcome to the pit, Miles Bonsignor. Wow, what is up, Bachelor fam? So happy to be here. Thank you so much for joining me, Miles. <laughs> Lizzie, <laughs> it is it is truly my pleasure. And I and I'm and thank you for inviting me into your world. I feel like you have there's lore, there's there's sort of a web of story that you have going on that we're friends in real life, but I don't think I, I don't really get the full dose of what goes on behind the scenes with your life. And I think this I, is it. I think that's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Miles, I've been trying to get you on this podcast since it started. Basically, I think since our first episode, I was like, Chad, we need Miles. And Chad said, I will not record with Miles. Do it when I'm on vacation. Absolutely. Yeah, we can't he be in the same that. room. Um, but uh, <laughs> but no, I, I, I've i always uh, seen, you know, and it's been, it's been a pleasure to watch you sort of thrive with this podcast. I feel like, uh, you know, you, you came out in the beginning and it's, uh, it's going well for you. So I'm happy to see that. Thanks, Miles. I'm going to have other places where I ask for compliments throughout this. That's been a theme of Pace Case Spring Break. So yeah, and I'll give well, it to you. <laughs> Great. Who else is um, on Pace Case Spring Break, by the way? What are the what's the other lineup? So we've already had two episodes come out. First, yeah. we enjoyed Questions with Pace Case, where our <laughs> lovely Grace Ann Parks, aka the Dark Seeker, asked me questions from the pit. A lot of it was a lot of fuck, Mary kill questions. People love that format. And yeah. I don't love to kill. So yeah, it's a naughty <laughs> format, though. So it like sort of, you know, it's like, fuck, yeah. Mary kill. So it's sort of I get that. I get the, yeah, the F there. word. Yeah, the F word. Yeah. You're, am I allowed to curse on the show? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, as good. much as you want. We That's have an explicit good. rating. Nice. And we're double explicit for Pace Case Spring Break. Mm, I've gone wild. Absolutely. Space case gone wild is what I thought I heard it was called. <laughs> well, Miles, I'm going to start this interview mm-hmm. doing something that we start all of our Welcome to the Pit interviews with. You have 84.2K Instagram followers. <laughs> this is huge for Bachelor numbers. You're not quite in the 100K club, but mm-hmm. these seasons, I mean, if you get that, you'd be lucky. Yeah, is that what's the going rate for like someone who is like a middling character on a season of The Bachelor when they like if they get kicked off and it's not like top five, but like mm-hmm. are they getting 30k on Instagram? It depends. It depends. Most people mm-hmm. get at least, I mean, all night one people usually get like five and then it goes up from there. Usually the top four people are get 100k mm-hmm. and so yeah, you'd be probably 
you know, top six. Night one, top you're eight. walking away with 5K? That's what you like, started with. Yeah. Depends guess, if you have screen time. Some people only have like one line. So they don't get it. Yeah. I feel bad for those people. Every time I've seen it, I'm like, oh, that's that must suck. You like really changed your life to come and be here. You give <laughs> up so much. You yeah. have to quit your job. You have to buy all the clothes. You have to buy all the clothes that are for the whole two months. So. Really? Yeah. You have to be prepared to go to the end. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a total nightmare. <laughs> That's total. Well, anyway, good job. Thank you. You did it without even going on the show, which is amazing. I know. I feel very lucky. I feel like my. I mean, so yeah. I obviously I work for these big YouTubers, and uh, and I produce a couple of their podcasts, and so my audience is directly like from podcast people. So I feel very lucky. But I think it's also like I feel like uh, lucky in that the people who follow me on Instagram generally they know how like dumb I am where I think that sometimes like for like the bachelor, like a, a bachelor, um, a, a person who, you know, get, they get off the bachelor, they're a contestant. They have all these followers. Like it, you're so edited that like, what if then you, you're trying to be yourself on your Instagram account and people are like, this is not the edit that I got. Like there's sort of a two different worlds. There's like you on the bachelor. And then there's you outside of the bachelor, like doing brand deals for, fucking who knows what food company. So I think it's like, I I feel very lucky in that I think that I'm pretty much myself on the content that people are then following me from. Miles, I'm always impressed with the amount of content that you're putting out. (laughs) I see you on Instagram stories every week. Join me on Twitch. Join me on Twitch. I don't know how to Twitch, but I am tempted. I I know that Twitch was good during the the pandemic. It's just live streaming. You know, you said that to me one time and I was like, does she know that it's not, there's no paywall. It's just a live stream. It's free. It's totally free. You don't even have to download anything. You just, when I even like, You don't download anything? No, I just was like, hey, I'm live on Twitch. And you click the link and then it's like, I'm live on a different website. Miles uh, knows everything about podcasting. Well, he is a guru. Can you explain who the Try Guys are for members of the pit who might not be familiar? Yeah. So I worked at BuzzFeed for a little bit. I like was, this was like fucking five years ago. I worked at BuzzFeed. I was working at a coffee shop, needed a job, got a job at BuzzFeed. Worked there for six months, met these guys. They're called the Try Guys. Huge internet brand started in like 2014, 2015. If you saw a YouTube video in 2014, 15, you probably saw a video of theirs. They just were like very big on the platform from BuzzFeed. And then uh, when I I worked at BuzzFeed for like six months and I met a couple of those guys and then they started a new company, left BuzzFeed, started their own production company. And I went with them to be a production assistant slash like shoot some of their videos. And then from there... Was it like a Jerry Maguire moment? To go with them? <laughs> no. I'm going with the chat guys. No, it, it really was not because I I had like a fellowship and I worked for... Um, essentially, my friend was like, hey, I see that you're making videos in New York and you're making no money at a coffee shop and like eating shit. I, I was like working at a headphone store too. I was you look like that. you're eating like shit, Miles. I was eating... <laughs> you look like you're eating shit. You look like you're doing so bad. But no, so I was, <laughs> I was working at a headphone store underneath the World Trade Center. And then I had two jobs. Oh. I was doing that, selling headphones, and I was working in a coffee shop. I was making like barely making enough money to have like fried chicken for dinner. It was just like just <gasps> so miserable. Dinner. But I was shooting a lot of fun stuff out like with my friends and being and putting it online and making sketches and you know videos and whatever else. And I had a friend who was working at BuzzFeed in LA and she was just like, Hey, 
you should apply to work at BuzzFeed because you are over like the, some of the people here are not as qualified as you are in terms of your technical prowess and your creativity and whatever, but they're, they have the mm -hmm. job and you don't, you should just apply. So I applied, got the fellowship, did the fellowship three months. You like crew on videos and then you make one video. They liked the video I made. So I got promoted to like a senior fellowship where I made a video a week for three months. And then Wait, what is a fellowship? A fellowship is like a, it's like you're a temp like Becoming a blacksmith? Yeah, you're sort of becoming a blacksmith where like, instead of me using molten iron, they're being like, hey, here's uh -huh. a Canon 5D. And like, when we shoot a taste test, we do it like this. And, that's <laughs> like, and they're like, hey, like this, we're the digital content factory. Come on down and forget everything you know about creativity because this is about to be boring anyway so i did Ooh, that roasted i mean it's yeah it's buzzfeed so like a lot of what you're doing is you're crewing on videos for other producers and then in the senior fellowship i yeah made a video a week random internet content stuff some of them were fun i did like one where i worked with alien hunters like at a they're, they're called mufon anyway and they uh MUFON? so i did the mufon the mutual ufo network like, oh, I didn't yeah. know about this. Chad's very into UFOs. Oh, really? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I went with these guys and I went on, we investigated two cases. They, uh, for the you day. aliens? I talked to two people. They were like, yeah, I, there was this woman, it was like the dead of night. And she was like, you can record me, but you can't put my, fa my face on the internet. And I was like, uh, okay. And so we set up our cameras and whatever. And we're in like a park, like in. You cover um, her face? Yeah, we blew, blew, blurred her face in San Luis Obispo. We're at this park, and she was like, "Yeah, so me and my friends saw this light, and then we followed it, and there was like a big hovering craft, and uh, I tasted." She was like, "And then it disappeared, and I like tasted metal in my mouth for like two weeks, and I was like, that's fucking crazy." And the guy I was with, you want know his name, Earl Gray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Earl Grey is a moofinator. I didn't know that. <laughs> he gave me his business card. It was like, I was like, like, like the tea, like the tea. So he's like, no, he's like, don't no. fucking no say relation. the T word in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> the T word, the T word. I know it's the word in it, but yeah. So anyway, I did that and that was fucking crazy. And then, oh, the guy was like, you have, you tasted pennies in your mouth. That's like radiation poisoning. Like you have radiation poisoning. Crazy. Anyway, I worked there for a while. Then I thought I was going to get hired. And at the end, because I have all my videos had done really well. And they were like, oh, no, we um, like we're cutting the entire fellowship. So no one's getting hired. And then I got laid off. Oh, no. And I got laid off Ew. for a while. And then I that's when I met uh, my lovely wife, Sarah Peterson, who is <gasps> a friend of yours. That's how I know you. Um, Wait, Miles. Tell uh, tell the good people how we met. I, I feel like you, uh, oh, you tell yes. this story a little better than I do. <laughs> so <laughs> I was unemployed at the time, right? And um, a friend of mine from high school invited me to his roommate's birthday party. And so I went and there was this, uh, you know, a blonde woman named Lizzie there. And I started talking to her and I was like, hey, what's up? Like, I'm whoever. And then I started talking to her friend, now my now wife, uh, Sarah Peterson. And Lizzie was, I would say in a word, blackout. And in <laughs> <laughs> and you kept yes, coming up to me and being like, huh, 
you want to be some big actor in Hollywood? Because you like found out that I had just moved like relatively recently. And you were like, you want to be some big actor in Hollywood? And I was like, no, not not particularly. But like, I guess like also I like to perform. And you were just like, uh-huh. I don't trust you. I don't trust <laughs> you. told me that you didn't trust me early on. I was talking to your friend. And it, by the way, I was, it was vetting going, you. It was going like a professional. so well. It was yeah. going so well with Sarah. I was just sabotaging it the whole yeah. time. Yeah, so like funny. you were interrogating me as if it was going really badly. Like as if, yeah. as if she was like, I don't know about this guy. But then I married her. So you know, I was probably in. You know, who knows what place I was in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I love that. I love that story, though. It's so you do a very good impression of me, blackout drug. <laughs> You think you're some kind of big actor guy. Yeah, you're some big actor. I remember you were also like leaning on the wall for stability. You were like, had your oh, back. Oh, God. The yeah. best interrogations. Yeah. Right. yeah Squirted by the wall. You pivoted against the wall talking to me. I feel like this story actually demonstrates a lot of great things about my character. I think so, too. You know, uh, loyalty, number yeah. one. Loyalty. You'd never go against the family. That's right. Uh-huh. Uh, curiosity, mm-hmm. imagination. Yeah. That's right. And, you know, and I met you before I met Sarah. Moments before, really. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, moments before I met Sarah, I met you and Caitlin. And I was like, hey, what's up? And then I met my Well, wife. I had brought Sarah to said party. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you're welcome, even wow. though I tried to sabotage it. That's true. Yeah. But then you quickly got on board, <laughs> I believe. After that evening, you quickly got on board. Miles, I am so on board that I, like, you have set a new standard for my friend's partners. I'm like, (laughs) uh, are we going with that person? Or could we maybe find a Miles for you? You know, do we settle Mm -hmm. or do we, you know, try a new one? Go for a Miles type. That is very sweet. And I appreciate it uh, big time. Yeah, I know. Sometimes people... (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes your friends date people and you're just like, why? Why? Yeah. Like, this, what a strange choice. And then, you know, mm-hmm. eventually it works itself out. And then a Miles appears. <laughs> yes. We all can hope to one day find a Miles. You know, it, you and Sarah also had like the best wedding I've ever been to. Oh, so yeah. Fun. Oh, so yeah. fun. So fun. It was nice. We just got footage back from it. And I was like, it. Fucking was dope. Like I was, you know, like I remembered it, it being great, but uh, we just got it was at our house. I guess like is the thing for the audience, for the listeners, for the culture that uh, is important. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get some context. Give some context to the in culture. This audio medium. <laughs> we got, yeah, we got um, instead of I mean we are um, both you know artists and um, a director and series and actress and stuff, and so we were don't have a ton of money, and so we were like, well, how do we get married? And we do you can it. Find for her like, Sarah at Sarah Bond. S-A-R-A-H-B-O-N. That's right. R A H B O N. That's up. absolutely right. Um, and uh, we got married in our backyard. And so we turned our whole house. We moved all the furniture out. We like rent our house. Our landlord did not know that we did this, but we moved all our furniture oh. out. No, we, we definitely did not tell our landlord. Moved all our furniture out and then um, brought in furniture and set up every room like a lounge, built a bar in one of the bedrooms. And then uh, we have a big backyard. And that's where we got married and everyone had dinner and uh, it ruled. It was very fun. It was incredible. Sarah said the bridesmaids had to dress as like euphoria, <laughs> fairy tale, glitz, oh, feminism, yeah. something. And somehow it all came together and it was gorgeous. It really came together. I feel like all the bridesmaids outfits were fantastic and very like fun and wild and like a flower thing. 
Ugh, so fun. <laughs> you know, we hopefully we all have a Miles and we all have a, a Bonsignor-esque wedding to celebrate the soulmates <laughs> coming together. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. I know. I would say if anyone's having a wedding, d- doing it in the backyard is like a real power move. Like I think that like I- I've been to a lot of weddings, both this year and then before, just because the pandemic delayed so many weddings. But as you go to a lot of weddings, you do realize a lot of them are so similar because it's like yeah. yeah, they're at a venue, and there's a the thing, and then you do the cake, and then you have the dance, and you dance, but you the lights are all on because the venue has a thing. And I feel like so many weddings, they're like oh. Like, I know that you guys want to dance. We have to be out of 10. We have to be out of 10. And by the way, the lights are going to be full brightness the whole time you're dancing. (laughs) So it's like really like everyone's going to be looking at you and you're not going to be able to let loose. Dancing. Oh my God. This happens so many times at different weddings, but dancing when the lights are on full blast is like horrible. You can't relax. You just can't. No, you have to close your eyes. No, you have to close your eyes. And so at our wedding, it was in the backyard and we made sure we were like, it has to be like dark and we put in pink lights. So it was like colorful, but dark and Ooh. the dancing fucking ruled at the wedding. So. It was, I mean, that's why I was on the dance floor the whole time. That's, I think that's why it was my yeah. most fun wedding. Oh, but yeah. you know what it did? It had that a lot of weddings don't have. You and your friends at some point started <laughs> screaming singing at the top of your lungs to the lyrics of uh, The Greatest Showman. Yeah. I've never seen that at a wedding. <laughs> yeah, that's... I think, you, yeah, you don't see that often. That's a unique one to me, my friends. Um, that's my friend Eric of... Uh, he has a YouTube channel called Pretty Much It, and I do, you know, stuff with him all the time. And uh, th- that is because he has gotten me to like that movie. And so we do that at karaoke all the time. And I've seen that movie many times mm-hmm. with him. It's a crazy, bad, fun movie to watch. Oh, I think it's a great movie. Yeah. It's I mean, so it's good. it's good. In reality, the guy, like P.T. Barnum was like a horrible, horrible, horrible man. Uh, <laughs> the real like, person. <laughs> like the real guy, it was like, like that unbe- makes sense. It seems like you're not doing stuff to code in that situation. If you run a circus, unbelievable atrocities, oh, tr- no. truly, truly, I mean, you can look it up. I, I don't want to dampen the mood, but <laughs> literally, Fiji Varnum was like, like I would say, a war criminal, like a horrible, horrible <laughs> oh, guy. And no. like the movie is like, what if he was a tap shoe song and dance man? And like he's like doing all this stuff, but in reality, that guy was like really. <laughs> pretty fucked up what if he didn't have sex with all of these animals <laughs> yeah or like it's yeah it's definitely tough but uh, the music oh, is man. super fun and so yeah we we uh we stopped everything to sing the greatest showman at the wedding and that- i'm glad i didn't know that context for that <laughs> wedding moment <laughs> and no one does yeah of course yeah, but um but it rolled it's very fun well mm-hmm. miles i have come up with a new segment because yes. you are you know i would say you're one of the most creative people that I know and really? you're like an out of the box thinker, <laughs> you know? So that's why I thought we could do this new segment for Pace mm-hmm. Case Spring Break, yeah. which is called Rose Tanks. Yeah. So yeah. for Rose Tank, I am Mark Cuban or whoever. I've never actually seen Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Cuban's one of them, and then there's Mr. Th- Trillion, Mr. Three Thousand, or something. There's Andre Three Thousand. No, there's somebody named like Mr. Billions or something. That Mr. Thing. Millions. Okay, I'm Mrs. Millions for this uh, for this segment. And in you know when Dekia is coming up, there 
this is sorry, this is Gabby Windy and yeah. Rachel Reckia's season. We call it Windeckia. And it. they are going to have two bachelorettes for the first time. <gasps> and I know. I know. Whoa. <laughs> that fills you with glee. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> They're shaking things up. They do every season. They keep coming back and they're like, this is unlike anything you've ever fucking seen before. Check your check your experience at the door because this is a new season <laughs> of The Bachelor. Every time I see the ads, I'm like, what could they possibly be doing that is so much more revolutionary than the previous season? <laughs> I like it. Check your previous experiences at the door. That's a hilarious... They, well, the way phrasing they say is this is the most dramatic season ever. And yes. they say a little tongue in cheek at this point, but they mean it. Yeah, they do. And hopefully this will be the most dramatic season ever. They say they're not going to pit them against each other, but I absolutely think they will be. Of course. Because they're dating the same pool of men. I think. Oh my God. That's brilliant. Yes. I guess it's also, and it corrects me if I'm wrong, which I probably am, but is that a blend of Paradise meets our OG Bachelor? Like the idea that they're sort of like, what if we take the fun of this and we put it in the main stage show? I kind of think it will add one of those elements because yeah. the guys will have a choice as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was thinking, you know, the Bachelor, everyone knows that it's stale. They're mm-hmm. recycling data ideas. They've done yeah. 10 top gun group date ideas which i think they might do because rachel is a pilot on this season oh yeah they might do it again but at least there is a top gun movie out but (laughs) i was thinking we could go through and i am mrs millions i am the producer of Mm -hmm. the windeckia season of the bachelor Mm -hmm. and i need some ideas and Mm -hmm. i'm going to invest in your ideas if they're good yeah and i have Three, mm-hmm. but I think I'm going to have a couple other ones that I'm going to come up with as we're talking. Because you okay. said that, you said Top I, Gun. I expected that from you. Yeah, because I was like Miles. He's just idealsman. <laughs> I'm an idealsman. I love that yeah. phrase. Yeah, and I have three ideas, and and I think you know mm-hmm. often the Bachelor. I would say the dates need to be three things: sexy, mm-hmm. fun, <laughs> and uh-huh. arguably very Christian. <laughs> Love that. You already understand our beloved game greater than anyone. I think it's only going to get more Christian given, you know, what's going on. So yeah. Praise be Jesus Christ. We love mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so uh, for the first idea now, I, I love brand integration in the show. I think it's one of the strongest money mm-hmm. makers for the show. I'm Mrs. Millions. I love brand integration. You love this type of thing. We like, we love mm-hmm. to get a brand in there and just say, doesn't who gives a shit right it's why don't we put the ads in the show and i love that exactly they so did I'm, a hometown date at mcdonald's oh on ben Higgins i season. didn't know that that's they went that's, behind the counter and served people <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant that's like that's like that's gonna be written about in the history books of the downfall of capitalism but i i think so, we put it in our book <laughs> oh yeah, so, yeah i'm sure you did exactly in the history book which is kind of about the downfall of capitalism yeah exactly. anyway <laughs> in a way um so i want to do uh for mm-hmm. the first time ever a brand integration with big pharma now Thank you. It's about time. Okay. Don't be worried about what people are going to think. They're eating this shit up and they're going to continue to forever. Imagine. (laughs) Now, this is actually a book. This is like a bachelor Uh idea. We can flip it though, because this is the bachelorette and there's two bachelorettes, right? 
oh, you're saying we can gender swap? Perfect. We can gender swap. We can do whatever. Yeah. But either way. Well, they can be for, if you want to pitch next bachelor season, we need those. We know those down the pipe too. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> and honestly, also it, it changes it with knowing that there's two bachelorettes. We're going to have some uh, fun with placing how we do this. Either mm-hmm. way, the, set, the the date is called boner or noner. Ooh. Don't think we can say boner on ABC, but we could ah. come up with like a cute, fun, like stiffy or jiffy, for that. Like, that. like grown ass man they've used to represent like masculinity. Mm. Oh, I like that. So either way, whatever we call it, someone's taking a Viagra and trying not to get a boner <laughs> on their double date. I like you're joking, but they have done something that is kind of similar. They had a <laughs> what? They took a what? Well, it wasn't the main focus, but they had what is called a spirit guide date where like a shaman lady like took like a crystal necklace and like what put it like wove it up and down above like Moines' crotch area on Katie's bachelorette season and like what? was basically like saying this is about vitality and stuff. <gasps> and like he did get a boner. No, and they didn't show it. They didn't show it, but I know for a fact that he did. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought the show was so much more tame than that. I can't imagine. I can't believe that they, they summoned well, they don't say the word boner and they oh. say it's about sexual energy. They use like all these euphemisms yeah, to vitality. sort of cover up. Yeah. Yeah. Cause boner wouldn't go well with the demo. Okay. So they're taking Viagra. I and love I, this. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. Viagra is a great thing to advertise on the bachelor because yeah. all of the women are watching it and mm-hmm. they're the ones who are going to be, putting those pills in their partner's mouths while they're yeah. sleeping. Dang right. Just kidding. Consensual mm-hmm. Viagra always. <laughs> always. Always remember to be consensual with your Viagra. But I do think it's mm-hmm. like, you know, hey, who's watching this show? Ladies that love to bone and they're not mm-hmm. getting quite enough. And so they're getting the steaminess and the sexiness from the show. And then they're thinking, yeah. how do I apply this to my life? Well, Big Pharma's got you covered, okay? Pfizer's mm-hmm. on the way. Pfizer brought to you by The Bachelor is on the way. And I think we could also have it be a sexy environment. So the bone, you know, they, they get the bones and they're trying not to like knock over a cup or something like that. And it could be, you Ooh. know, but if they get the boner, they lose the date. It's sort of a game show. Wait, if they get the boner, they lose the date. Yeah. Because oh, so it's a competition yet, to stay soft. Yet. It, <laughs> <laughs> to outlast the Viagra. It's a competition to stay soft. The longest. Because, you know why? Because the bachelorettes don't want somebody who's just in it for sex. Oh, yes. That's true. If you're just here for sex, hit the door. Because you're not getting a rose. You're going home. It's what we call 4TRR. For the right reasons. If you stay soft, you're 4TRR. You're 4TRR if you are not getting a boner, even with the accompaniment of a Viagra. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. maybe... Maybe then we could do yeah. a different segment on that same date where it's like, well, if yeah. I'm getting a boner because of your big brain, because of something really smart you did, then I'm Ooh. attracted to your, you know, brain. What kind of what kind of things do you think uh, Rachel and Gabby could do to show their smarts? Oh, maybe like a, a big, big PEMDAS, like a huge PEMDAS. <laughs> Like just a oh, obviously a PEMDAS. Yeah, a big PEMDAS. Everyone's thinking it. Everyone's thinking like, well, I want to see a big PEMDAS, and 
And then what if, you know, yeah, let's say um, Brett or whatever losers on this show, you know, Calvin, they're sort of, uh, mm-hmm. they get a boner from the PEMDAS and that's sort of like, they're a 4TRR for sure. Because they, wow, yeah, they like smarts and they don't prescribe. It makes you think. And mm-hmm. I think when they go to streaming, we will be able to have like sexier competitions where you like overtly say boner and Are stuff. they going to streaming? They have not announced that, but Chad and I think that that will eventually have to happen. Really? Interesting. Because they put Dancing with the Stars on streaming. Oh. Oh, wow. One of their biggest shows. Yeah, that is really interesting. And I I mean, you could honestly just have like a full Bachelor subscription. I would imagine people would pay for that show. Totally. Yeah. And that's why we need to give them, you know, a lot of ideas. Give them some free content to fill the stream. Mm -hmm. Um, I love this idea. You know, I would say the problems with it would be we yeah. can't say boner on ABC, boner. so we'll mm-hmm. have to we'll have to use something um, to stand in for that. But I would I would invest in this in this yeah. idea. Maybe just a boing sound effect, like whenever instead of saying instead of saying boner, they just say you know his boing. He got a PEMDAS boing. He got a he got a boing during the PEMDAS, and so that's how I know he's here. Reasons. And they have this whole language around sex to itself. There is something yeah. that I think originated in Love Island, which is what they call fanny flutters, which is when women <laughs> were like, oh my God, he gives me fanny flutters. And now they've done like Tia on Bachelor in Paradise was like, he makes my vagina dance. And like, oh my, my China God. Tea- she said something in my China teapot. I never heard, have heard that one before, but. In a way that's some, like, more sexual. Like he right? makes like fanny like flutters fanny. feels like that's worse than being like I'm turned on. Well, like, that I mean, that's the whole thing about it, is it's like you can yeah. do it, but you just have to do it in this weird backwards way. And it has to be on fantasy suites. It also, also like the, the bachelors always struck me as unbelievably sexless for like a show about like being horny. Mm-hmm. Like when you watch them kiss and stuff, and just just like there's something that's like so sex there's no sex happening there and it's really interesting like maybe it's the lighting or something and it or just the way it's shot but it just does not feel like a horny environment to me i mean the bachelor mansion is not a horny environment it's <laughs> rachel Lindsay said it had like rats and it was it rats? Dirty oh my and god in bunk beds not it's not a sexy environment oh you're not gonna oil your mind no, you're not going to boy yoing in and rats everywhere. Jesus. <laughs> well, just a quick side question: Do you have a favorite season of The Bachelor? Are there favorite moments that you have that yes. you know you have drawn <laughs> from for this so, segment? I uh, I have watched. I watch it sporadically because Sarah and Kendall will mm-hmm. watch sometimes. Um, Kendall, I think, watches exclusively because she listens to the podcast. Oh, Kendall. Kendall listens to the podcast. Kendall listens to the podcast. So love that. Hello, Kendall. <laughs> Hello, Coach. Kendall. Clues. It is springtime. It is the off season. It mm. is gore girl summer. The weather's getting warmer. Thank true. Dark Lord Palmer. And it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and cowls and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul, get those staple pieces, and I found quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces keeping me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I got the cotton modal scoop neck tee. It is so cute. It is literally the first thing I reach for in my 
dresser when all my clothes are washed, you know those special items. If you are not like Clues, who only wears one outfit. I'm Quince head to toe at this point. I'm a Quince boy. <gasps> I'm a source boy, Quince boy. Let's you got no go. idea. I'm wearing Quince t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince long sleeve t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince sweaters, Quince pants. I'm Quinced. <laughs> Just call me Quince, King Quinces, Okay, they call me. I love Quince. Okay, Quince. Uh, get warm weather ready with Quince. Be a Quince King yourself or Quince Queen. Go to Quince.com slash roses for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash roses. Clues. Mm-hmm. I've been on a mission. I'm trying to find Ooh. the perfect t-shirt. Yeah. Um, because it's spring. I'm ready to get out there. I'm ready to peacock. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist. And you can find it at Skims. From cropped silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. You guys know how excited I was that Skims became one of our sponsors for this podcast. They have great basics and foundations. I got the boyfriend t-shirt in onyx. That's kind of a dark black color. And the cotton jersey long sleeve t-shirt in kyanite, which is kind of like a blue green. And they're both so comfortable. It's basically like you are wearing nothing. Great for free spirit types. Well, for all the free spirits out there right now, you can shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS through 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcasts in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's Skims. Game of Roses is sponsored by BetterHelp. Clues, uh, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And if you keep them all bottled up, it can affect you negatively. Therapy is a great place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You might be taking care of your physical body, but are you taking care of that beautiful mind, Clues? Yes. I have benefited from therapy greatly in the past. Uh, It has helped me get through stressful experiences, manage boundaries, learn coping skills. You know, the the whole premise of life is is kind of a, a, it's a lot to undertake and therapy can help with that. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do to get started is fill out a brief questionnaire. Then you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists literally at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game of Roses today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game of Roses. Um, but uh, so I watched the only season I watched in its entirety, I think, was uh, Colton's season. The height of the Instagram era. I, and he was the he did the fence jump. Was that the one Demi was yes. on? Demi's on that season, right? Yes. And Demi I, Burnett was on yes. that season. Hannah Brown. Hannah Brown. Alicia and then Adams, Hannah Brown became the, that's the season that I watched in its entirety. And mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. 
And I and maybe that was that a very was, sexless season. <laughs> totally. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, totally sexless. But that season was also, oh my God, I remember he, when he goes to the, the fantasy suite with um, one of the women. I don't Cassie. know. Her. Yeah. And then he, then Our they, they wake up and they're in all white. And it's like they clearly did not bang, but they're in all white, like virginal white. And it's un, oh. it's a beautiful show. They just, they roast his virginity the whole season. It's, it's really insane. Really, really crazy. Yeah, but then he goes get good with the girl. Then he eventually he got a restraining order or something for or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he got a restraining order against yeah. Cassie, his ring winner. But that season I watched in its entirety, and that season inspired me to be like, oh, I get this. Like I, previously, I'd understood that it was like a thing in culture that a lot of people watched, but I had never really tuned in. Mm-hmm. And that I was like. I get that how addictive this is and like the fun of why, you know, everyone watches and stuff like that. And I think my favorite, I think this might be a controversial take, but I think that like my favorite character from that season was Demi Burnett. And I think that that she sort of hated. That's not a controversial take at all. Oh, I thought that she was disliked. I mean, she got the villain edit for sure. Yeah. I like Chad and I think she's one of the best colorful narrators we've ever seen, which is yeah. like a role where the person is doing all the best ITMs and stuff. And mm-hmm. she ended up starring on two seasons of Bachelor in Paradise. The first of which she had the first openly gay relationship on the show. She brought her right. girlfriend on, which is like super important. And I think she's really funny. Like, I think she's got like a funny mm-hmm. internet personality and stuff like that. So I liked her. And then the fence jump was really funny to me. Um, <laughs> And I just like the way they hyped it up and him like launching himself over the fence. And then what's his name? Chris, not Hanson. Chris Harrison. Chris Harrison. Chris Hanson is a different show. Chris Chris Harrison. Chris Harrison (laughs) like bumbling around in the middle of the night in the dark was really funny. (laughs) Just him being like, we can't find him. Uh, Like he was like a live reporter on like an war torn country being like, where the (laughs) fuck am I? And then I listened to, they were in like Portugal, I think. Yeah. Countryside of Portugal. So weird. And then I also remember I, I, there was like a, this American life about that, about Colton. Colton went on this American life and was like, I probably shouldn't say this, but like, and talked about that experience about like him trying to escape the show. And I thought that was really cool and interesting. Yeah, Colton has had a very interesting trajectory. He had his yeah. own Netflix show. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, we love Demi Burnett on this podcast. We would mm-hmm. love to have her on anytime she wants to come on. Mm-hmm. She's hilarious. Um, she, you know, was a producer favorite, but now she is starting to engage in what we have deemed the sauce wars. <laughs> So a little context, you know who grocery store Joe is. <laughs> no, but, 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 keep, but keep going as if I okay. do. So grocery store Joe was a night one guy on Becca Kufrin season. Okay. Twitter was like justice for Joe when he went home night one. So he ended up on Bachelor in Paradise. He ended up in a successful relationship from that dated this woman Kendall for a couple of years mm-hmm. and he now is the host of one of the official bachelor podcasts called clickbait right and they are all run by warner brothers these official podcasts oh so they are yeah. basically backing up the edit at all times oh. they are like memoed in and they're like yes this person was there for the wrong reasons this person is a good guy etc like That's... that they stick to the edit narrative oh my god that's so interesting and grocery store Joe sells this sauce, which I have some of. It is good. 
And so we call sauce, like anytime you're company manning, like you're like, yeah, slinging the sauce. Right. And so, and then there's the tea people and Demi Mm. is now spilling a lot of tea. She's basically like, they said they'd give me a podcast and just strung me out until like, strung me along until I was like less relevant, essentially. (laughs) Oh yeah. Apparently they've done with a lot of people. They've dangled the carrot. So yeah, the sauce wars are going on and Demi, Demi is, is uh, suiting up to go to, go to battle and it's, fascinating yeah she's i mean i like her personality i think she's very funny and and that's so interesting i mean wow what a web what a like unbelievable web and it's so funny to have like a propaganda podcast that backs up the edit (laughs) they have three (laughs) wow that's our happy hour clickbait and Mm -hmm. uh talking it out and i guess none of those shows can like they can't critique the show right no, that's crazy. Not at that's all. So... They don't. They don't. They wow. are, they act as if the show is about finding love. Anyone who's on it for Instagram <laughs> is a psychopath, evil person. Yeah. And yeah, it's it is fascinating. And and this is sort of the alt. This is like the punk rock version of the. You're 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 telling it how it is over here. You're sort of like you know what I mean. You come over here for the real news. <laughs> You know what? We call call them like we see them. Yeah, damn right. (laughs) (laughs) We're like the the sports center, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, we got got a little edge. Yeah. We'll say boner. Don't say boner. (laughs) They they don't say boner on the Warner Brothers podcast for sure. But um, because of this, I mean, we're really fascinated. And after I watched Colton's season, I sort of got, got a little bit of this, but it fascinates me the political web of like not only the bachelor, but people who are involved in the world of the bachelor. And like, there are controversies Mm -hmm. and like you now are a part of that world too, as a like podcast host. And that like, there's can be drama between people said something about this. It's really interesting. Like it's, it's like fucking game of Thrones. It is. Yeah. I am Mrs. Millions, though. I am the yeah. I am the I am the crown. Um, mm-hmm. Miles, mm-hmm. what what what's your idea number two? Okay. Right out of the gate with yeah. oh, Boing, I think that was a winner. Yeah, you know, maybe for streaming. What what else we got? So um, I have two more ideas, and um, the first one is Hurricane or Hurricant, and we <laughs> sent we. <laughs> We send, uh-huh. and this could be actually a good opportunity for both bachelorettes and one person. Like, obviously, we said that we weren't going to pit them against each other. But either way, uh-huh. we send the contestants into a hot air balloon. Classic bachelor fodder, right? We know they've done oh, the yeah. hot air balloon a million times. But we haven't done his flight directly into a class five super hurricane, okay? <laughs> and what I want to do is take the sort of storm watchers, storm chasers approach uh-huh. where we get somebody who's going to fly them into a hurricane and there's going to be like a, oh, cuddle me close. I'm so scared. We're in a hurricane moment, right? That's uh-huh. cuddling. Tip- that's the sexy. That's the sexy. That's the sexy, right? The Christian element is like, oh my God, we're probably going to die because we're in a hurricane. <laughs> Wait, yeah, what was the Christian <laughs> element of the boner one? <laughs> oh, it's in a church or something. But anyway, oh. so... <laughs> <laughs> 
this is why you're the idealsman. Exactly. And so, and also with the, with Hurricane or Hurricane, we could sort of do, and I don't know, I don't know if they, well, actually, they might want to do that because their target demo might run a little conserved, but a global warming PSA at the top or before the commercial <laughs> break about, about the super hurricane and how it's like, wow, that's hurricanes are pretty crazy. Uh, crazy the ice caps. Like it's all sort of connected. And it doesn't have to be wow. really good, but I just think it'd be a good opportunity for like the show to take a stance and um, be proud of that. The show loves to take a stance. They are famously <laughs> ahead of the curve on all progressive issues. I don't know if you knew this part. Is that true? Um, they, yeah, constantly. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, no, course. they are 50 years behind. We yeah. drag them, drag them into the present moment. Yeah. Um, I love the name Hurricane. Uh-huh. Hurricane, hurricane or Hurricane. Can't. Yes. Yeah. I love the hot air balloon. You know, Chad actually started his Instagram handle, Bachelor Clues, because of the first Bachelor Clue he saw, which was Sean Lowe's season. They're in a hot air balloon and they make it look like they're in the air, but you can see a little grass at the bottom. Oh, because I my think God. it might be hard to shoot it. It might be loud. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's definitely loud. It's also like, how are we going to get cameras up there? Well, we don't need... That's the thing. We can just dub all the audio over. Easy. Ah, I'm scared. Yeah. I'm going to die. It can honestly just be stock. Hurricane. It's just stock footage of the, her thing. And then they... Stock dub, footage. Yeah. Stock footage of the thing that we record the audio back at the hotel. Perfect. Perfect. I love a guy who's got his production hat on at the oh, same time. And I know? super I super do. I mean, the hurricane, we're going to want to... We're going to want to chase it. For real, for real. But I do think that there's mm-hmm. an element of like, we're going to dub the audio. We're going to add in jokes of them being like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. mm, it's just like my ex-girlfriend, like some, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I'm really wet. Maybe oh, like that, that could be really sexy and good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so wet. And then like, he's like, Arr? we kind of do a Scooby-Doo. Yeah. But I just want to see, I want to see them in, in big danger. I know that sometimes they're like, what if I got it? What if I got muddy? It's sort of, I feel like the biggest stakes the show has. They canceled paradise and made everyone go to a hotel for like some breeze in in Mexico this past season. That's I think there's some liability things, but look, on Matt James's season, mm-hmm. he and Rachel Kirkconnell went skydiving. She crashed. She hurt <gasps> herself. Oh my god, that's right. she hurt herself. Mm-hmm. Her ankle, I think. Oh, I did. I did hear about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I mean, but that that's going in the trailer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if yeah, people get exactly. hurt, they have to. It think was. For, yeah, it was in it the trailer. Like, if someone gets really hurt, didn't somebody like fall out of their bed and break their fucking ankle, their face or something too? Didn't that happen? <laughs> There was, some- there was one year where yeah. like someone was hooking up with someone from production and they were accused and the person jumped off a balcony and broke their leg. That's what I'm thinking production of. Production staff member. Yeah. I can't remember when it was. I mean, that's brilliant though, to hook up with somebody from production. I feel like that you got to have an, an eye on the inside. But just know that like if we're in the super hurricane and someone dies, like that's going in the trailer. All the news, it, good uh-huh. bad press is good press. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's going to killing them. We're going to kill one of the bachelorettes. Wow. That's why you get two. Oh, you get two because one's going to die before the end of the season. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I hope everyone's fine. Yeah, me too. Is it all shot? Is the like the two the two for one season? Hmm. I think so. Yeah, because they've already flown people out for paradise. Oh, Must yeah. Done. Wow. Yeah. 
I don't read spoilers, so I don't know. Oh, exactly, of course not. No, but... it ruins the fun of the show. I feel well, like it's hard to it's hard to avoid them when you're in the you're in the industry in the pit as deep as I am. I like, know. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. What is our third idea? Okay. And also, I have come up with one while we've been pitching this. So I will pitch back to you. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So, third idea here is um, <clears throat> we love animals, right? Animals are mm-hmm. good. They love that. And this is a similar energy, but like the bachelor and one of the contestants. But I think also, like, the more actually, you know what, though? The more you people you get out there, uh, the better this is going to be. And you, you, I'm thinking you get the bachelor, at least maybe three or four of the contestants and they find like a local violent grizzly. That's been like, just like fucking up the community. And then they have to kind of like tranquilize it. Right. So that way we're giving back to like maybe a small community in Wisconsin or Alaska. We're giving back to that community. We could, I mean, you know, by tranking, by tranking the violent grizzly and then you know, yeah. we tag it we, we put it in captivity we're not trying to kill the thing but we're just trying to like you know it's, it's yeah, about, you're not pt barnum you're not pt barnum executing <laughs> elephants but you know <laughs> we want to get out there and if you're out of the out of their comfort zones because it's a bear right it's a live grizzly so that's going to really put you out of your mm-hmm. comfort zones and then also you could do like a woodsy revealing outfit. They're in sort of like a tank top and that's lumberjack. kind of sexy. Yeah. Like one of them's doing but a lumberjack. they just have suspenders just yeah. covering the tits. It, it just, yeah. Tits suspenders. And you could sort of do like, oh man, there's so many bugs out here. Like, you know, like stuff like that. So you're sort of getting into the woodsy <laughs> <laughs> I just was thinking like as any I was thinking like you spray the bug spray on them and wipe them down like it's as if it's like sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, like let me let me bug spray you up. Like let me come on, let me and then yeah, like let me deet you, babe. Being bu- <laughs> let me deet you. Wiping bug spray all over their body and like <laughs> that could be like a really sexy moment, I think. I think this is my favorite of your ideas so far. Mm-hmm. I love a bear. I watched the newest Jackass movie and they had a big scene with a bear in it. Wow. That so it can is, be done. Yeah. That scene is scary. I, I would not. It be is cool scary. With that. I, if I was that guy no. with a bear. I wouldn't be cool like, with any of the things they do. Of course not. Yeah. No. Terrible. I would be the guy who's like behind the camera who's like, oh, but I don't actually participate. <laughs> no, I don't want to participate in that oh. kind of thing. Oh, have they done big live animals? They do horses all the time, I feel like, right? Horses are the most common of the um, animal husbandry dates. That is the category. Horses mm. are the most common. Mm. We have had, they've had a couple where they're like scarier, like a couple swamp dates with like crocodiles, swamp tours, oh. but never, never like real. Yeah. danger bugs are often on the show in the blooper reels people love they love that women mm-hmm. screaming from bugs caitlin bristow had a fear of birds <laughs> so they had that that's you hilarious. know what <laughs> chad and i first the first show we broke down and posted content of was yeah. this one season show called Labor of Love, which had an ex bachelor contestant, and she was looking for like basically her sperm donor dad. It was like old bachelor essentially. Oh wow! In one of the first episodes, they had all the guys jerk off to see who had the fastest sperm. That's not part of this, but it's crazy that that's oh, part of my the show. God. The fastest, like the most swimmers, densest. I don't know, best sperm. Oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> But another date that they did 
was a like quote unquote camping date and they're having their one-on-one conversation sitting on some logs and a person in a bear costume comes out and Mm -hmm. they think it's a real bear and like some of the guys stand between the woman and the bear some of them like run but it's terrifying it looks completely real they scared the shit out of them i bet i mean that's pretty wise like that's a good bit that's a great bit is to say hey there's danger do you think our bear should be fake oh now that's a good question i think that we should have like a live real bear at first that they get scared of and then they maybe Mm. fight the drink they fight the fake bear or something (laughs) They trank so, a PA in they a bear tra- costume. Yes, we put a PA, in a, a PA in a stuffed grizzly costume. That's going to be a good way to mitigate the danger of the situation. I love that because they do a lot of dates that are sort of fear factor esque, like you're summiting a mountain, walking over a crazy bridge right. or something, and that gets the adrenaline up, and that's sexy. That's that hot. makes you fall in love with no facts, and that's Definitely. what we need. Yeah, we fall in love with no facts. my body falls in love i love that term fall in love with zero facts yeah (laughs) that's really i've never heard that before Uh, yeah i just you gotta have an open mind yeah of course i was thinking for the windeckia season i don't know if we've seen this we have seen some like relay races that hint at like fatherhood Mm. but you have to do like be the fastest to change a diaper or whatever. I want to see hard skills though. I want to see them change a tire. Oh, like split a check. Mm -hmm. Split a check. (laughs) Maybe some other skills that I would like my partner to have. (laughs) (laughs) You want your partner to split a check? Calculate a check. I just put it, I do it in the, in the phone. Although now it's like, I'm not really, I'm generally splitting a check like evenly. These days, I'm splitting a check evenly. Wow. Humble brag much. I mean, I don't know. I think that at a certain point, the work that I would have to do outweighs mm-hmm. the like... I only have one friend who will do that. Really? I, <laughs> I won't I'm, her. I, I'm <laughs> the reason because like, that's one my new thing because then it's also like it takes the pressure off of... It's just like we don't have to worry about it. Although it gets tricky yeah. when some people don't get drinks and stuff like that. But anyway, yeah, I love where your head's at problem. with this. Real, like real things that you deal with in the real world. Um, yeah, and that would be embarrassing and that these guys probably don't know how to do. I don't know how to change a tire. No. Do you? No, I don't. And I I don't think that I'll ever change a tire. <laughs> I live in LA. Like I'm not going like, <laughs> to... Like, it's like, maybe I'll be in Wyoming in the middle of nowhere and I'll need to change a tire, but probably oh, not. Like, I don't nightmare. think I'll ever... Yeah. Why would I need to change a I'm tire? going fishing for the first time because I'm going to Minnesota shocking. next That's month. That's so shocking. Why are you... <laughs> Lizzie, you're on the list of the people that I would say least likely to go fishing. Why are you going fishing? Because I am going to Minnesota next month yeah. and I want to do like the Minnesota things. Mm-hmm. So we're going on a boat and we're going to go fishing. I I have already said, like, I'm I'm going to be there. I don't necessarily want to touch a fish <laughs> or, you know, excavate it or whatever. Right. Um, Got it. And I do feel like if the apocalypse, like, gets to that point, like, I would probably go with, you know, I would just, I would just tap out. I wouldn't, I would be like, this is too much. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. So the changing the tire, I feel the same way. Like, Gutting a fish is probably a good thing to know how to do, though. Like for these boys on the uh, as contestants. I mean, 
I'm sure a lot of them do know how they're <laughs> how to gut a fish. Is that a common thing know. to know how to do? Yeah, I, I just know. feel like like Tinder photos have a lot of fish in them. Yeah, people are into their fish people thing. Holding up, it's because it's a lack of personality. It's that they're mm, like, let me, the, let me, fish. like my personality is now fish because I like I'm only a fish in my photo because like there's not much else. Like this is <laughs> this. This is like an achievement that I feel comfortable saying. It's like harder to put on your Tinder bio. Like it's hard. I don't really talk yeah. about my feelings, but if you put a picture of a fish, it's like, yeah, that's, I get it. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. Uh, it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. If you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor reviewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, my mm. favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want a wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing. What's in the box? On every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. Sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. 
That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. My mom loves hers. I'm throwing pictures of Skabuli and our cat up there. She's laughing. She's texting me. He's so cute. I wish I could meet him. Cute. It's the next best thing to, to meeting my cat, really. You know, I love that it was so easy to set it up. I've recently learned I'm not good at uh, building things, and I need an easy install. And oh. this only takes about two minutes to set up the frame using the Aura app. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected, come with unlimited storage, so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. She'll be grateful it's not another sweater, and she'll love the frame to see more of you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A, Frames.com. Use code ROSES at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. I I mean, I my parents never took us camping. Like I've never gone fishing. Mm. My sister was like, I want to eat something that I have killed. And so she went fishing. Oh my God. <laughs> That's wild. I want to eat something I've killed. Yeah, I've I have killed a fish because I've gone fishing before. Yeah, you're like you're from the land, the wilderness. From the land, she said. You're from the land. I grew up in the woods. And actually, when I was one year old, that's right, I lived at the bottom of the Grand Canyon in a Native American community called Havasupai. Because my dad taught what? at the school. Yeah. It is <laughs> and um I didn't know you could live in the Grand Canyon. Yeah. I've never been that's the where Canyon. the reservation is for the Havasu people. Wow. And so we lived And down- so you lived there as a baby? As a baby, yeah. And my dad taught at the school down on the reservation for like a year and a little bit. But yeah. Your dad has done some crazy shit. Yeah, my dad has... He's sort of like Miss Frizzle, but like more, hard, <laughs> more hardcore. <laughs> Miss Frizzle, but like instead of going into the human body, he like went to Mongolia to ride horses with the reindeer people. Like he just has like crazy adventure. He's sort of Indiana Jones-esque as well. That's wild. Yeah. Well, yeah, I might touch a fish. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Tell it's your fun. dad. He'll be the, impressed. <laughs> the thing about fishing that people don't realize, and I think the same is true about golf, is that it's mostly about drinking. That's that's what I have been reassured. That's mostly yeah. just about partying on a boat. 100%. Um, it's like all those activities <laughs> that you're like, why are people doing this? They're like mostly about just like... I also think yeah. that like the game, capital T, capital G, this is a hot take for Bachelor Nation out here. When people are like, let's put on the game. Like I'm going to put on the game. You know, like the game's always oh, on like TV. Sports. Like sports. I think that often sports, golf, fishing are all opportunities for men to discuss their feelings in a discreet way where like there's a distraction going on. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely something. It's yeah. got a definite hold mm-hmm. on the. It's got a hold the on the country. But like, I because I'm not into. I don't. I don't watch sports particularly, and so like. But I have noticed yeah. when I've been around people who are Except like, "Let's bachelor. do this." It's like an opportunity for the bachelor. It's an opportunity for them to then like sort of share, like be like, "Yeah, like I'm. Uh, how's work? I'm a little worried about my job. Oh, nice touchdown! Like, like it's sort of like soft 
it's it's like soft vulnerabilities and then you go back to the game like it's like you don't well, have it's to a, it's definitely like a community building thing 100 like part of something right. it's like too much to sit down and just be like man i'm really having a tough time but it's like to have a distraction going on that you can kind of fade in and out of like a vulnerable conversation is kind of great <laughs> i mean i like we say that the bachelor is the greatest sport basically on, on this podcast and it is all the time and I think that one of the elements that has always appealed to me is the the ritual of the watching parties. Like Clues oh, yeah. and Erica and I would just every Monday night get pizza, smoke yeah. weed, oh, yeah. and you know wine or whatever pe- people who drink do that mm. on game days. You know, oh, and bond with your friends. Yeah, right. Oh, game I love day. It. <laughs> I love. You, have I inspired day. you to watch the next season? I'll tell you what I I wouldn't necessarily because I've this like last season like sometimes it'll be on in my house and I'll watch it. I want to watch it with you because I feel like I want your I want your take on what's going on. Like it's almost like I need an interpreter. Like I feel like you know all the moves and you'll be able to be like, oh, that's power. That's power play right there. Like that's, that's power. That's a power play right now. See what she's doing right there. She's mo- what she's doing is she's distancing herself from the other girls. Like I want, <laughs> I want you to give me the play by play because that would probably help. Oh me yeah, it. yeah. Well. I don't know if you would like watching it with me. Is it, <laughs> is it intense? The way I watch it now is like, it's constant pausing, con- constantly oh, winding because I need yeah, to gather right. the stats and, the stats. you know, but you can it. get our very, very complete breakdown of every episode Tuesdays. That's when That's we do right. our mm-hmm. starting July 11th in a couple short weeks. That's right. That's, is that like when you're in season, is that, Stressful because you're like way busier. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, it's very stressful, but I can't wait. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's just very cool. Miles, thank you so much for joining me for this mm-hmm. very special new segment, Rose Tank. I think there'll probably be a lot of demand for it mm-hmm. to be a recurring segment. Just you know, people are loving Pace Case Spring Break. They're right. loving it. How could you They're not love it. Pace Case Spring Break? Yeah. <laughs> Then thank you so much for having me on the show. And nothing bad in the world has happened during Pace Case. No, (laughs) definitely not. There's definitely not sort of life altering news happening at the moment. It's not like what I'm going to remember Pace Case Spring Break most for. Yeah, that's that's tough. Well, Miles, what are you up to now? I heard you might be launching some uh, something. That's right. Um, yeah, so I ha- I produce many podcasts as part of my uh, work with the Try Guys, but I'm I'm going out. I'm venturing out, and I'm starting my own independent show, Perfect Person with Miles Bonsignore, and it's a call in comedy advice show. So you can call me. And I will answer your problems to solve your life. It's about achieving maximum potential, like a get rich quick scheme, but for stuff that's not getting rich and quick. Um, So essentially, (laughs) the show show comes out on uh, July 13th, and then it's uh, a weekly weekly podcast. So you can go to perfectperson.me. Uh, to find other details and and see it's on all it'll be on the podcast apps and all that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, if you go to my Instagram subscribe at, at Miles Bond, rate. you can get more info about the show. Subscribe, rate, do all the stuff. July thirteenth, 
be excited for it. And then also, you can call the number. Uh, it'll be on the website and stuff too, but 424-284-9614. You can leave a message. You can text me your problem. Can I start calling now? You can start calling now. You can leave a voicemail at any time. Perfect. And then if you call while we're recording the show, we pick up uh, as many live callers as we can. I love this so much. I think you're an amazing podcaster and comedian and perfect person is the Ugh. perfect title for you because you're kind of like, you know, you're that miles, you're that bar that every <laughs> sigo needs to reach. And I'm glad because, you know, I spent so much time with Sarah. She kind of like monopolized my time. I feel like I've gotten to know you even better through this, oh, yeah, absolutely. Through this segment. I know. It's great. Everyone follow miles. And well, let me give, let's, can we do a little example? What would, Let's see what kind of advice you would give. Oh yeah, if I well, was going to call you, one hundred percent. So uh, yeah, absolutely. Ring, uh, ring. Yeah, hello. How's it going? Uh, welcome to Perfect Person, the podcast where we make your life better. How can I help you? And where are you calling from today? Hi, Miles. I'm uh, I'm calling from Los Angeles, mm, and yeah. I um, I'm you know I'm moving in with my partner this week, and yeah. I was I'm like, do you have any advice for like how to make that a seamless transition. I'm so used to living by myself. Mm -hmm. Here's the hot tip. Okay, Lizzie. (laughs) Uh What you're going to want to do is be in the same freaking place silently. Don't worry about having conversations all the time, okay? That is something I'm worried about. I know, I know it. And it's something people are worried about. But you're going to want to let yourself off the hook and realize that you can be reading a freaking book. And your partner can be on the computer and doing their whole thing. But it's nice to be in the same place without being this, like, occupying the same conversation. Because you're in an apartment. Mm. You're going to have to relax at some point, right? So that's kind of, like, what it's all about. But also, like, don't feel bad if you're like, oh, we're in different rooms doing different things. It's a long life. You can't. You can't do everything together. And that's, I'm married. Yeah. I live with my lovely wife. But like, oftentimes we're like doing our own activities, but in the same room and like, that can feel very nice. Oh, here's another big hot tip coming off. Mm-hmm. Piping, piping hot tip. Piping hot tip. Yes. Date please. nights. Set, make uh-huh. date nights because when you're living together, your whole freaking world is a date. And it can feel very mm-hmm. romantic, but it's important to be like, you know what? Tonight we're making bagels. And opening up a bottle of Merlot and putting on our favorite show, The Bachelor. What is that? The Bachelor. To enjoy each other's romantic company. Miles, thank you so much. I think that's excellent advice. And you weirdly already Mm. hit on the aspect I was worried about, but couldn't. Yeah. Couldn't. Yeah, right. About being in the same room, but like having to Mm -hmm. constantly fill the space. I mean, no, that's a that's the thing that I was worried about before I moved in with Sarah. But then it's just like, oh, no, you just sort of figure it out like you. That's not a worry because eventually you're just like, oh, I'm going to like be on my computer. And then we're just in the same, you know, it it is vulnerable, though, to have to relax in front of somebody like that. But then once you do, Mm -hmm. it's so freeing. And then you're like, oh, yeah, this is like I can be. Like, I often feel like, I mean, it's not to get all gushy-wushy about my wife, but mm-hmm. I uh, right. I, have to, I often feel like I'm more myself around her because I'm able to relax versus, like, when I'm alone, I am, like, maybe feeling a little anxious because I'm like, oh, like, what? 
like, is this what I, but being around, you know, your partner in a relaxed setting, you're kind of able to like relax into yourself. And that's very sweet and nice. That's so sweet. Wow. This is like real, this is like (laughs) top dollar advice. That's what the show is, baby. It's it's a little bit of silliness, a little bit of sweetness. Y'all follow Miles Bond. What a, what a lad. So for TRR, I mean, I'm here for the right reasons. Absolutely. You're here for the right reasons. You know, you may be inspired to watch the show now. We'll see. But mm-hmm. you brought a lot of excellent content. I think that the bear idea is probably... They were all good. Producers listening, mm-hmm. take take some of this free goodness. That's right. Yeah. And uh, make a great show. And don't hurt anyone. Don't hurt anyone. <laughs> uh <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Miles, thank you so much for joining me for Pace Pace Spring Break. Follow at Miles Bond. Love you, bud. Yeah, love I you. love you too. You're, thank you're you so much best. for having I'm me so on the show. I'm so excited for your new podcast. By the way, Miles is the one who told us to make a Patreon That's at the right. beginning. So mm-hmm. he's really, you know, like another member of Gore in a way, <laughs> like a free consultant. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I remember being on the phone and just being like, this will be good. I promise. Just go for it. And he, I'm so, he was right. Great. I know. It's very cool to, to watch you. It's very cool to watch you birth yourself. Okay. One more compliment before we leave. And Lizzie's very funny. Great energy. Always Aww. nice to have around. Thank you very much to Miles Bonsignor for joining me at the bottom of the pit. You know, he's, he's teetering. He's, he's, He's not, he hasn't quite leapt off and really just given himself into The Bachelor. But I think I, I think I got a little toehold in there. And we will be joined for the Friday episode. There'll be another Pace Case Spring Break surprise. This will be the Pace Case Spring Break finale episode. I think you all are really going to enjoy it. And if you haven't, Pick up some new merch at GameOfRoses.co. You know, swathe yourself in some merch that will provide for some excellent spring break peacocking. And before we go, Pace Case, what's that dwarbat? Well, Pace Case, it's been 7,399 days without an Asian bachelor. Praise be Roe versus Wade. Please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then 